Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. Time for the morning panel. Joined today by former London City Councillor Roger Currency and Chair of the London Police Services Board, Ali Chabar. Thanks to you both for coming in today. Our pleasure. Blue shoes one, blue shoes two. Yeah, uh, for your <laughs> listeners, I know they can't see, but there's some real style game happening in the studio right now. Roger and I are basically wearing the same version of the same shoe here. Yeah, so. it's like slightly different shades of color, but it's basically, yeah, one can confirm. It's the same shoe. It's kind of like Roger and I, slightly yeah. different shades. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, when you get older, you start buying things to match your car color. <laughs> I'm not. So. I'm not at that stage just yet, Roger. <laughs> don't, I'll, I'll get there. I'll get don't there. Get don't worry there. about no, that. No, don't, no, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you both have blue shoes. Uh, blue is a good color. I, uh, I'm partial to blue. There we go. Blue jays. As you can tell, I'm wearing. Well, I'm wearing blues. blue. Yeah, blue. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Nope. Too soon. Sorry, you lost me there. Too, too soon. Too soon on the Leafs. Too soon still. Oh, uh, Vladi Guerrero last night. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, for, Vladi Guerrero, uh, this is, well, we're already, uh, immediately we're off topic. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had in a record 12 seconds. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, Vladi Guerrero, uh, people sometimes forget, uh, Canadian born, born in Montreal. Mm-hmm. So he is the second Canadian to ever win the home run derby. The first Larry Walker. Justin Morneau. Oh, Morneau, that's, Morneau, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That makes that's sense. Right. Yeah. And in 2007, Vlad Guerrero Sr. won the uh, Home Run Derby. In 2008, it was Justin Morneau. So a little bit of uh, connectivity between it all, a little bit. I like it. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> we Se- Segway. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, bring you guys in to, uh, to talk about uh, that. I but the wrong email then. Uh, speaking of dingers, um, Bank of Canada might be announcing another interest rate uh, decision tomorrow. It's expected interest rates going to go up. Uh, I'm curious what you guys think this could do for the economy. In particular, you know, uh, real estate. Uh, is it going to be easier, harder to buy or rent in London uh, because of this, or even compared to two years ago? We'll start with the real estate front, and we'll start with uh, the expert, uh, Roger. The interest rates have been the big change in in real estate over the past few years, and uh, it has stopped people or put a a pause on uh, the purchase of homes. Um, We're at a a part in the the market right now where it seems to be fairly stable. Um, And I think what what happened before, and people are still thinking back to a few years ago during the pandemic when – you know prices for homes were high, but people could afford them because the price of money was free. Uh, relatively free for, you know, one and a half percent boring. I mean, when could you ever do that before? And um, so what it has done, obviously, is cooled it off quite considerably. Um, having said that, there are people in the market today, uh, but I think it's put people out of the market that, that may want to stretch themselves a little bit more than they should. Having said that, the, the market being um, what's called a, a uh, not stable, but uh, Oh, I'm forgetting the term right now, but it's a, it's a market where you have enough buyers and you have enough sellers and you have enough inventory there right now. But still, uh, if there was more on the market, it would probably be helpful in driving the prices down. But when you look at the real estate market, you know I'm going to harp on this many, many times. Um, what has happened in various municipalities is the, the, the price of land has gone through the roof. And, and that has been the big, big um, aspect that's caused unaffordability in, uh, in, in certain areas, uh, London being one of them because the fact the city wants to uh, build up, not out. Uh, people who want to buy homes, uh, they're, they're still building, but not building as many as they did before in that, in that sense. So the cost of land has gone up, thus pushing up the cost of a, of a home. And, 
and that's going to continue to happen unless more land is put in into the inventory that uh, that you can build on. So it, it's 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 causing a problem. Even talking about the interest rates, I mean, there is a poll out this morning from Mesmos found eight in ten people still concerned about inflation, the overall affordability of things, and so I wonder what this. Uh, what impact this has, you know, for for the economy, but also just the way Canadians view the economy and their ability to, you know, pay the bills and, uh, you know, put food on the table and just, you know, pay for the necessaries. Yeah, before I even circle back to the real estate point that Roger was talking about, you, you look at the cost of gas, uh, right, gone up, cost of food. Everybody knows we're all living the cost of food. Right? You go to the grocery store. I mean, my bill has gone up dramatically in the last, uh, you know, couple of years, right? And everybody seemingly says, oh, there's going to be a, a correction or a baby. But I know that once things goes up, they, 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 rarely, they rarely come down, right? And so, um, uh, and then, yeah, real estate. I mean, Roger is a subject matter expert when it comes to this area, right? Uh, and all I would add to, you know, his analysis is that there's a lot of people in the market right now that have fixed fixed mortgages, you know, five-year fixed uh, money that's coming up in the next six months, year, year and a half, Right. Uh, they may have locked in at two points or one one point five or you know two point two or whatever it is, and now when they come to renew, it's going to be double, triple that. Right? That's going to cause a major, major, major problem for a, a large segment of this population who are giving some really strong consideration to what they're going to do if they can do anything. Right? And uh, I, I was I was too young, uh, but in the early '80s, I hear stories and I've read I've read you know about things when the interest rate up, went up to. 20% and 22%. Yeah, yep. Yeah, 21%, right? And, and people would quite literally just drop their keys off at the bank and say, I'm out, right? Now, mercifully, thankfully, we're not at that stage. We're talking, you know, 5 6%, uh, you know, 6 7 I don't know. It looks like their Bank of Canada is going to raise, raise it another, what, 25 basis points, yeah. right? Uh, right. So obviously, we're not talking about 20 22%, but uh, uh, whether – as somebody said to me, and it's not a – somebody said to me recently, you know, what's what's the difference from – Jumping off a 22-floor building or an 18-floor building, it's still pretty fall. Uh, you know, it's a pretty hard yeah. fall down, right? And so, it, regardless, if you can't make the payment, there's a lot of people right now that are starting to question uh, what they're going to do uh, when their mortgage comes up. Is there anything that can be done to calm the anxieties people are feeling, or is it just time? Well, interest rates, I, I at some point, will hopefully head down. Um, and, and if there's any advice I can give to people, Pay off as much as you can before your mortgage comes up for renewal, because yeah. the hit will be less, hopefully, to you if uh, if you don't, um, or if you do. Uh, the The problem you have is, you know, if you're buying the million dollar home, which seems to be almost every home today, brand a brand new home, um, and you're you're paying one and a half percent in uh, in interest charges, and then your percentages go up to six or seven yeah. percent. The, the costs are huge. Your payments have you know, massive, going to more than double. And, uh, and and if you you're not if you're not budgeted for that, it's a problem. So again, the best thing to do is pay off. Yes, interest rates at some point will hopefully come down again. It, it seemed as though they would, but it's not a a, a, a science that's exact. Um, you know, economists can't decide whether they'll go up or down or or what they're going to do. It's almost guaranteed that tomorrow they will go up because of inflation and what keeps happening there. But uh, you know, be careful and 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 pay as much as you can into your mortgage because when it comes up for renewal, your 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 payments may end up being the same yep. uh, or a little bit higher. But uh, you want to make sure you can afford it and, and keep that home. And that's that's the one one other thing I'll just end on that point is um, 
you know, depending on who you listen to in the next 18 to 24 months, they're saying that, you know, rates may come back down, right? Not We're never going to get back to what they were 100%. before. Like never. Those days are, you'll read about those in a history book. That's, yeah. that's the only time you'll ever hear about interest rates at 1 and 1.5%. But, you know, depending on who you listen to, they're saying, oh, it might, we might get back down into the three, three and a half range in the next 18 to 24 months. That would be fantastic in one sense. But to Roger's point, you know, talk to five economists, get six opinions, right? So, uh, so let's we'll see see how it shakes out. I, re- I remember once saying I'd, we'd never see interest rates under ten yeah. percent. I remember saying that, and people and look where they went to. Yeah. So, yeah. never say never. No, uh, but um, we uh, can never not take a commercial. I don't want to. We, need, we <laughs> gotta take a commercial break. Is <laughs> my unsophisticated way of. Uh, De- death taxes and commercial breaks. Yeah, death It'll, taxes and commercial right. breaks. The uh, Leafs will never not win a Stanley Cup. We need to pay our bills, and we appreciate all our sponsors. We'll take a break. When we come back, more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL. I want to start by talking about something I haven't heard so far this year, and I'm not complaining that we haven't heard it, but in the past, maybe we'll hear it after Rock the Park, but in the past... There have always been people who have been talking about it's too loud, it's too noisy, it's too this, it's it's that. But we haven't heard that in in the past while, even with the fireworks. I mean, so I wonder, I don't want to jinx things, you know, knock on wood, but are we past uh, the downtown being too loud? Those I, those kind of debates. I hope so. Man, do I hope so. Like we, the number of times I remember in the past that people would complain about you know, I, I live downtown and it's too now. Okay. Well, if you buy a house downtown, right? Yeah. It's it's like it's like if you buy a house next to a school, you can't complain that the kids are playing in the schoolyard. If you buy a house next to an airport, you can't complain that the planes are taking off and landing. If you buy a house downtown, please, for the love of God, don't complain about the noise. <laughs> you knew what you were buying when you bought, right? And if if like so it it, it <laughs> Really used to anger me, right? That that I'd hear people complain about these things because it's like you, nobody forced you to buy the property where you bought the property. So you bought it. You knew. Do your due diligence. Figure it out. And if you have an issue with noise, right, don't buy the property. Go somewhere else, right? So mercifully, if I know it sounds anecdotal, uh, Devin, right? But but if if we finally, after years, uh, have gotten to the point where people aren't complaining about this anymore. Thank God, because uh, there was few things in life. I mean, on the grand scale, it's not a major thing, but there were a few things in life that would just just get me riled up. Like then people complain about noise when you when you live downtown. It grinds a lot of gears. It when grinds we, my yeah. gears, man. I, uh, I, I happen to be on council with your great father. Yes. I really think he's a great man, and I love telling two stories. Um, there was one story of the uh, um, the the, the councillor that represented the downtown area who came back from a trip in Iceland talking about the town, the city of Reykjavik, saying and, and stood up at a council meeting and, and said how wonderful it is, their downtown area, that it comes alive at nighttime with music and, and people dancing and singing and, you know, past 11 o'clock, it's just a wonderful place to be. And I think I know same, where this is in going. In the same meeting, not, not 20 minutes later, that same council member stood up and said, how bad London is for the noise downtown when the music <laughs> festivals happen and we got to shut them down and they can't go past a certain time. And, and you're sitting there wondering, does, do they remember what they said 20 minutes ago? And then there's the gentleman who I knocked on a door on a Saturday morning about 1030 in the morning. I was knocking on doors during a campaign out near the airport. There was an actual uh, 
CF-18, I think, the Canadian jet who was in London because it had – it was a story in the, in the, in the press uh, – had a mechanical uh, issue and had to sit here for a while while they shipped in a part and fixed it. And so on the Saturday morning, it was up doing its, uh, its runaround and make sure things worked fine. And, and the gentleman was out washing his car and looked at me and uh, said, well, what are you going to do about that? And I said, what would you like me to do about that? He goes, well, that's an airplane. He goes, they shouldn't be flying. And I said, how long have you been here? He goes, 10 years. His house was about 10 years old. It was a brand new home when he bought it. And I said, how long has the airport been there? He said, you know what, you got me. He understood <laughs> it. He understood it. But the people who complain about things, and there's a, a member of council, I think, whose campaign was run by somebody who used to constantly come to City Hall and complain about the downtown all the time. If you don't like it, you have the opportunity to move. Mm. Uh, yes, I understand you can you can complain, but nothing is going to happen because that's the character of that neighborhood. That's the character of the downtown area. You're going to have people who want to have fun. That's what they do. That's why they come down there for. That's what you bought into. Like you bought into it. Exactly to your point, to your story's point. It's like, again, you, you know, buy a house next to a golf course. Don't complain if there's golf balls in your backyard, yeah. right? It's just, it's just, you know what you were buying. And so, so why are you complaining, right? And, and, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it, it's, it's actually frustrating. Right? It is. Um, I will say, I don't, well, I disagree with the concerns about uh, whenever people raise these issues. I do appreciate the fact someone can do that and have their representatives listen to them, but that doesn't have to go anything beyond that, right? I mean, I do want to have an environment where people can say the unpopular thing, yeah. be listened to, but also say, but also have the response be, you're heard, but we're not changing it because... No, you're 100% right. Like compartmentalize it, right? Yeah. yeah. You can compl- Nobody's saying don't complain. The, one of the examples is always backyard chickens. I don't want backyard chickens, <laughs> but backyard, but that, that came about because someone went to their counselor and said, I'd like to have backyard chicken. And, and there, then we had a conversation, we had too many conversations about backyard chickens. And there was the industry that was going to start up the, the, the chicken diapers, if you remember that. No. You don't remember that. I During that whole conversation, there was a new industry that would start up because people would have backyard chickens and they didn't want I feel spell. like – I won't say which they, former city council, but I, I feel like was. I know which one it is. He's, yeah, good. Yeah, He's yeah. a nice yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, but there was – this person brought forward to city council that this would, this would start – germinate a whole new industry. And what industry was that? And he held up chicken diapers and they would be – that London would be famous for making chicken diapers. Chicken. This is no. This is not a joke. I, I have a comment that I probably can't say on radio, so I'll just. It, it's chicken something, right? But yeah. Well, uh, we're, you, you can say uh, no, 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 no. This is we were it. too scared to do it, do which you, is another way to say what you wanted to say. Do there. you have still have that Cheryl Miller uh, seven seven second delay button? <laughs> it's thirty seconds it? now. <laughs> With Cheryl, you need a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I hope everyone has a fun time at Rock the Park. Starts tomorrow. Uh, whatever you do, uh, be safe. I don't want to hear you cheering. I don't, want to hear you, I don't want to hear your voice. Peacock, when you I hear there, your voice, I will call by law enforcement. Please. I, will Please. I, I, I will be peacefully in the back, just uh, just not, not cheering. I'll just be very peacefully just enjoying the concert. What's, what's the weather supposed to be like for it? Tomorrow, it's supposed to be cool. nice. Uh, mixed sun and cloud, high 21, humidex 26. So. Shout out John Wilson. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks to you both for coming in. We'll take a break. On the other side, more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.